Seems to work. All right, welcome to the fourth episode of the DP3 Moto Show. Um, today, what are we going to talk about today? Watch Google. Should be great. Should be the most exciting hour and a half I've ever had in my life. Right, Ant? I'm excited. I don't know. Are you excited? I'm, how can I'm you, very, how, very excited. How can you prove to me that you're excited? Yes, time will tell. I don't know if that's true. You got keep going, jokes. and I sound excited. Then you'll know. You sound like a miserable today. Speak for yourself. I sound like that all the time, so I'm not really concerned by it. You know. Good. Meanwhile, you sound like a fucking. What? The, what? Can I, don't I have any good things to say? What do you sound like? Let me think. I don't know. It's, it, you sound like you just lost your pet rock. Like you you set him down and forgot to take him with you on the school trip. And now you're bombing. Right at my desk. I didn't forget him. I don't know. Um, well, anything new? Anything new with you that you think you should share? I'm trying to figure out how to go golfing today. That's my main focus right now. You want to go to like the, a driving range or what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. Not to sound like a douche, but, like, how are you going to do it? Just sit down and fucking swing with one hand. Like that like that kid on Instagram that does it? I don't know who you're referring to, but... Isn't there... There's probably. that... Not to sound racist, but more just to describe him. It's that black African-American kid who fucking... He swings with one hand. He, he does, like, an interesting uh, swinging pot motion. It's like it looks like a fucking loop de loop, and then he fucking hits it with one hand. Does he swing both ways too, or no? I mean, potentially, but I don't want to speak for him. Oh, yeah, that's my that's my goal. And do you think you're going to obtain that goal today? Yeah, why not? There's nothing stopping me. I wonder who out there is like the best wheelchair. Is that an? Would you call that an adaptive sport? Wheelchair golf. Yeah, they have things that you can. It's like golf carts that stand you up, but I don't really have one of those in my possession. Nor do I. They're probably expensive as fuck. Do it. Don't you think that's expensive? Yeah, they're, not, they're not cheap, but I got a golf tournament in in August. I got to learn how to play golf between now and then. So. <laughs> well, you figure if your wheelchair costs what, like four grand. Then how much does a fucking oh bionic Decepticon golf cart cost? Um, Got to be fifty thousand. No. Let's see, no. I don't know. Here's one for. There's a four passenger. No, that's like a. That's like just meant for going around town. But they got ones that stand you up. If you. I don't know, man. I think I'd be kind of fucking creeped out. If I saw, like, four dudes show up all getting stood up at the same time, like, that would really freak me out. Like I was going to get attacked or something, you know? Yeah, they're definitely... They can they gang up on you. You think so? You ever seen that video on... What is it, on Instagram? Or I'm sure it was on TikTok first. What are you going to do if we show up at your house and it's like five little kids on in wheelchairs? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I think you have a harder up. time fighting them off than like a normal group of kids. Yeah, but you just go up the stairs. 
Here's one called the Paragolfer, 34000 And that's for like a, a chair that you stand up in? Yeah, I'll send you a picture right now. Let me see this. It's not a very large photo, but. So basically it's a thing that holds your clubs. And it stands you up so you can swing, not sit down. And you can ride around in it. It's like a personal, like a one-person golf cart. I think you need to get that. I think that if I had that in my possession, that's how I would golf. I don't even. I don't even think I would walk. I would just fucking use that thing. I don't know where you keep your clubs. Oh, this lady's got them behind her. Stock them up, like stock that thing up with beer and just cruise around. I guess you might you might need it because you would be so drunk you wouldn't be able to walk. I've never golfed before. I've never. Well, I've been to the driving range. I've never done like nine holes or anything like that. I feel like it would take me days. Yeah, I like going to the driving range. But I also have never played golf, and now I'm going to go play 18 in a goddamn tournament. I haven't swung a club in two years. So So the last time you went to the driving range, were you a standing human or a sitting human? I was a standing human. I was in Myrtle Beach. And, um, oh, you're talking about top golf. Yeah. I went with, with Logan Best, and he actually knows how to play golf, so I got absolutely schooled. What's Logan doing these days? I don't know, he, re- he rescued a pit bull a couple weeks ago. It showed up at his front door, and he was driving around the state of uh, Florida looking for somebody to take it in. In a state of excitement. So did I someone don't think take he was it? excited. But out of the goodness of his heart, he was looking for yeah, somebody, did, to, so did somebody to take, take the, the, the pit bull. And he actually he called me and said, oh, yeah, do you want a pit bull? And I said, uh, no. Absolutely not. I said, I don't want a pit bull, nor do I want to drive to Florida, pick up a pit bull, and bring it back. How old was this dog, you think? I don't know. He didn't He didn't have the fucking birth certificate. So you'd say well, Logan's your friend, you'd say? I'd say he's a good friend of mine. I admit he I calls think. you more than I thought he does, I think. At once a month or something. Oh, that's in. not that much. I got his number. I should start texting him. Just bullshit. Like, I don't even know what I'd send him. I'm well, gonna, after you embar- I'm you're trying to embarrass yourself in front of his father, he might not want to speak. I didn't embarrass anybody. All I did Maybe was say, I said, your kid's not that smart. <laughs> and he did, it, it wouldn't have been that bad, but he didn't know who you were. Yeah, well, he figured it oh. out, so whatever. I feel like most dads know that their kids aren't fucking that smart, you know? Ours definitely does. My dad thinks I'm smart. I'm smart, too. I don't oh, yeah, know. No, nothing else new. Trying, um, trying to go golfing, but I don't know if I need a short club or something, and there's no one for A short uh, so. You probably do need a short club. Maybe you could borrow one of those putters from the mini golf and just drive with that. Maybe I should just save myself to drive to the driving range and just stay home if that's what I'm going to do. Why don't you just go there and support? Just don't even play. So you're this is in Colorado. You're supposed to go. Yeah. And you wanted me to go. Yeah. But what would I do? You'd want me on a team. 
No, you you don't have to participate in the golf tournament, but you could go. Not for nothing. Like people look at me like, man, this guy sucks. If I played, it would it would be horrendous. I'm sure it won't be great when I play either. Yeah, but again, not to sound like a douche, I don't think you're going to get judged very hard on your oh, fucking right. golf. Like my skills. handicap would be bigger than yours. <laughs> yeah, people wouldn't people wouldn't be like, man, this kid's embarrassing himself. But if I fucking went up, they'd be like, um, I think you do better in a wheelchair. Realistically, I just don't even know. I don't even know. I I, I just don't even what know don't what it's going to be like. I don't know. You're yeah. going to be on a golf. I just don't know how you're going to get around on grass. They're going to have like a golf cart or something. Oh. They got the things. That it's a high. It's like a bunch of wheelchair people. It's not just a random golf cart. Do huh. you think they're going to have those things where you can stand up and play? Sure hope so. That's yeah, what, Colorado Charity Golf Tournament. Wait, that's what they're doing for you? Yeah. You're going to get to use that thing that stands up? I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. Then You can't really practice then. Oh, I need to just hold the <laughs> club in my goddamn hands. Me and you should go to the golf course, and I'll just stand behind. I'll just hold you. <laughs> be like that would be nice fucking falling down while you're swinging that would be me yeah. fucking holding so I, got till the, I got till the 22nd of august to prep yeah and then who's going with you is it you and who's slated to go as they say mom at least maybe anna maybe you dad doesn't want to go he's a working man he's got things to do jesus yeah all right Maybe well, you could make your own. You could find three other people to go. You could make your own team of four. One force of lunch and dinner is a thousand dollars. So, and then I'd have to find someone in a wheelchair. No, you don't. You don't have to. It's a fundraiser. Like anybody could go. If you know about it, you could. You and three people could go and pay and be in the tournament. It's just a matter of there's just going to be a lot of wheelchair people because it's a foundation that helps people in wheelchairs. So that's kind of. Hmm what the deal is what's the deal with that guy didn't someone break their back recently or their neck or something the guy i saw it on road to recovery what's his name he's like oh, <clears throat> oh Lorellin's the that guy yeah did he break his I don't neck know what his name is. Yeah, he broke his neck we don't have any updates on that um no that's fucked that is fucked. Way to fucking sour the start of this thing. No, I'm just I didn't know if there was like any good good news coming from that anything, you know. I think his name is Nick Nick Hayes, maybe. Yeah, I, I thought it ended in Hayes, but I mean, regardless, that sucks. That's like the whole idea of not <laughs> using your hands is really not fun sounding to me. Like, you can't do much if you can't use your hands. I don't know. Um, one thing I'll say, too, just to switch topics, I watched that Chimp Empire show. I don't know what that is. On Netflix, it's a documentary, Chimp Empire. That's a great documentary. Again, it's a I documentary it's about. I have no idea what it is, so. It's like the largest chimp community in Africa. And they watch them like there's like power struggle and fucking it's crazy shit. It's very, it's very similar to how humans live. And it was, uh, 
real interesting. But, like, it's kind of sad because the chimps, a couple of them die. But they die because they get fucked up. They get in fights with other chimps. And then they just keel over. You know, we're not, we don't fucking, we don't, we're not far away from them. It says we share 98% of our DNA with chimps. Yeah, we're close. But like, what's the main difference? They don't talk and they're hairy. I'd prefer if humans were like that. I just eliminate a lot of struggle. I just think like it, it, I could do a lot more if I had a thumb on my foot. Don't you? No. I wish, but they have like, I don't know. Like, if you think about it, your legs, like the strongest, your legs are way stronger than your arms. So if you had, a, not me. well, they probably are. Um, if you had a thumb on your foot, it'd be like having an, another arm that was double the strength. Like, I feel like I could do a lot of shit. I could, I could climb trees like crazy if I had a fucking a thumb on my foot. That'd be crazy, dude. Should get one put on. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you'd be good. I don't think I have the money for that. Last thing I wanted to say before we venture into the weekend that was: there's one fly flying around my room, and he's fixing to get fucked up. I feel like that happened to you last week, though. Yeah, I got it. We got a problem here. But how do you get so many flies in your room? Um, we got problems. What else can I say? We got fucking issues. Jesus. And do you have a fly swatter? Just my hand. Um, I hate to tell you, you're not going to kill that fly. That thing's going to be in your room for its entire life cycle. Um, It's not really working. And if I leave my door open, more flies end up coming in. Yeah, that's an issue. Well, they go to the smelliest thing, you know. They're attracted to the smelliest areas. So that's why they're probably following you. You smell like shit. All right. Anyways, I'll shoogle. All right. Well, first we can talk about the 250s. I was very excited by the 250s this week. I To see D-Gen. D-Gen. He, uh, he was killing it. Danger man? Danger. <laughs> danger child. Um, <laughs> danger field. Um... <laughs> Um, he looked really good. I think that was a mindset shift because I've, I've been shitting on him for a couple weeks here. Not really shitting on him, but I feel like you could tell that was all in the mind. There's no way that his bike just miraculously was way better. Like, I don't know. He looked really fucking good. In the second moto he did for sure. He won the first moto. Yeah, but I'm saying in well, the second moto, it was a noticeable thing. He caught and passed Cooper that one lap, and it was noticeably like, oh, my God. He gapped him by five seconds and fucking... He was just, yeah, he was riding completely different to me. Like, obviously, he won the first moto. He wasn't going slow, but it seemed like there was a certain point in the second moto he was like, all right, it's, it's time. They said it on the... on the uh, I think Stewart said it. He was like, this is his first beast mode performance. It looked very much like an Eli Tomac. Like, waited until late, and then all of a sudden just fucking turned it on and was smoking everyone. Like, it wasn't, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what what it was. You think other guys got tired, and then he also looked more comfortable? Like, 
It looked like he was hanging it out, and no one had anything left. Like, Hunter looked like he packed it in. Cooper didn't give up any fight on that. You know? I think maybe he had it the whole time. I think maybe he just knew the track was hard to pass and didn't want to get roosted, so he just sat, like, a couple seconds behind, and then one lap he was like, all right, if I'm going to do it, I got to do it now. Um, Which, to me, is pretty intelligent. Yeah, I mean, like I said last week, I think Deegan, whether you love him or hate him, and I have never been a, a big fan of them, um, he is fun to watch. That that kid is like, he's a racer. It's just fucking sick to watch because he's just hanging it out. He doesn't care whether he's fighting for the championship, uh, whatever it is. Like, he looks like he's pushing and actually fucking hanging it out instead of, like, the bullshit like tactician type of style where people are like just riding around putting in as much effort as they need to. That kid's like, I don't care where I'm at. Like he's fucking going for it. Yeah, he does have a lot more send than anybody else. Oh yeah. In terms of like, I'm just gonna fucking like a Barsha. Like I'm just gonna drop yeah. drop my fucking nuts out of my pants and just send it. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, well, most of the guys that are like that that fucking hold it wide open and hang off the back and shit. Like, they get injured pretty often. Like, if you think about, like, an early career Jordan Smith was very much like that, but he, he just kept getting hurt. So it's interesting that a kid like Deegan, who can hang it out that much, he's been there, like, all season. There haven't been any ginormous crashes. There haven't been fucking, you know, anything to stop him from being there, besides, like, little things, maybe. But... That's almost scary. That means he's got. I think he could probably go even faster, but that's as fast as he could go and still be in control. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, I mean, he just looks really good. Who knows? Maybe. Like, I don't know if that's him completely on the edge. It didn't look like it. It looked like he was flowing really well. Like, for going that fast, he didn't look really. He is like a Barsha where his style does look a little bit out of control, but he didn't look like. Out of control, out of control, you know? It didn't look like he was going to fall at any point. One thing, I, one thing I don't like that I've realized the last two weeks is obviously depending on how people do, they, they change what they say. But he's like, one week it's like, oh, you know, I'm a rookie. I'm not supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be winning. You know, I'm just trying to learn. And then the next week it's like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking 100, 100 you know, he's supposed to be winning these things. He's nervous, like, shit like that. It's like the goalposts change every Did he week. say that? Yeah, on the podium, he's like, yeah. Or I forget if it was on the podium or an interview he did. He was like, oh, yeah, Hunter's, you know, he must be getting nervous. He's supposed to be winning these things, shit like that. That's awesome to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool, and it gets people riled up. But it's like, don't change the goalpost every week of like, oh, we're just trying to learn. And then it's like, oh, yeah, we're in it for the championship. What, you got to pick one and stick with it. Yeah, I mean, I love it. The him saying that, I didn't know he said something like that. That's fucking awesome. Like yeah. you can tell he he doesn't give a shit. Even on the podium, he's like, "Oh yeah," and he's like trying to play into this role of like Captain America too. He's like, "Oh yeah," I love it. American winning one of these things. Okay, I love it. I'm, he's literally. It's like he sprinkled all the cool things about a fucking about, like, people I like racing <clears throat> into one person. Like, the the little not giving a shit is fucking 
little sprinkling of J-Law back in the day, like, it's fucking, it's great. Like, for him to say that, try to get in people's head and stuff, I fucking love it. Hanging it out, it's fucking, it's fun as shit to watch. We need something like that. I will say, I wonder how much, like, you know when a rookie gets into into pros, generally they're, like, they're, obviously they're confident, but their ego and all that shit isn't really together yet. Like, generally they try to be humble when they get in just because they're the new kid on the block. Where Deegan has, like, such a crazy following that he already has the ego. Like, as a rookie to just not, not give a shit. And then on top of that, most people that start, I feel like, it's kids without crazy amounts of money. So they start, they get a salary as a rookie, whatever, where, like, Deegan knows that he's set regardless. Like, you, am I making sense? Yeah, he, he's been in the limelight for so long, he already... Like those, he doesn't need to be humble because he knows he's the shit. Well, he knows he's the shit, but also he doesn't have to give a fuck extra because... Okay, it's great that he needs a ride or he has a ride, whatever. He doesn't need any of that. Like, the whole Deacon family, they're set. They could just keep making fucking YouTube videos and making millions a year. Like, he don't need to fucking race dirt bikes. Um, You get what I'm saying? Like, he's out there for different reasons. People can say, yeah, I'm a racer. I'm out here because I love to race. You're out there for that, but you're also out there to make fucking money. Where Deegan... He's out there. He's doing it because he loves to race, not because yeah, he's trying to feed his family. Exactly. He's doing it solely because he wants to smoke people, and the money's just a side effect of that. Like, you know, that's all I'm saying. He doesn't need that. So the motivation is purely from a racing standpoint instead of, like, I need to say this so I can get this sponsor. <laughs> he don't give a shit. He, like, he doesn't need a fucking sponsor. If Star dropped him tomorrow... He'd go, he'd still fly to every fucking race and be under fucking metal militia fucking Husqvarna in a fucking week or whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> he doesn't need any of it. Yeah. But, I, I mean, you can't, you can't deny he knows what the fuck's going on. Because there's people that say, oh, he's got money and this and that. But you can't, you can't fucking fake that. Like, he could, I think he could have grown up with nothing and he'd still would yeah. be pretty good. Oh, of course. But I, what I will say, you heard it here first. It might be years from now. I think at some point, at some point, there will be a Deegan team. That's my bet. Because they got so much fucking money that and connections and marketing skills. They would be like the perfect people to own a fucking motocross team. Like, metal bring Metal Militia back. You know? Like metal and it wasn't long ago that it was all the fucking Star Yamaha was metal militia. So I know, but if you think about it, like Brian Deegan is a fucking as much as he annoys me, and I'll say it again, just because his he talks too much, he's fucking annoying sometimes. Um, he's a marketing wizard. He has a lizard or a wizard. He's a marketing lizard. He has connections in the industry that go back literally probably forty years. Did you mean to say lizard, or were you trying to say wizard? I said wizard at the beginning. Whatever. And Andy has money, and he could. the connections would bring in more money. They could make a legit fucking team. Like a, like a, I don't even know what I could compare it to. They could make a great team and have Hayden be on it, get another couple guys, and like 
as a satellite team, I guess you'd call it, they would still have some of the longest lines for autographs in the whole fucking place. But he would never do that. He's not going to not go on a factory team to ride for but fucking metal. I think... <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Years from now, I think he will. That's why I'm saying. I'm going to say it now, but it's not going to be anytime soon. At some point, there will be a Deegan team. I'm 100% sure. Okay. So, we'll, really, we'll mark it down. But anyways, revisit. We haven't really talked about anything else besides fucking D-Gen. Um, Hunter didn't look too great this weekend. Not really. I mean, he, he went 2-4, which that crash kind of screwed him in the second moto, but you the, can't. The wind left I mean, his sails after that. It looks so hard to ride that track, too, just with the shadows and shit. It's like, you barely even see it on TV. I couldn't imagine being there and riding, trying to go full send. I think it's weird dirt, too. Like, it doesn't look, the dirt just looks weird to me. It's like a weird mix, you know? Well, they added a bunch of sand, too. See it? Like, before the drop down and shit, you could see it was coming up. Yeah, and I saw they put a bunch of sand that looked like before the finish line. Like, why? It's just a weird place to put it. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I feel like every track should have kind of their own thing. Like you don't. Unadilla shouldn't be loamy. Shouldn't have redbud dirt. And redbud shouldn't be Washougal. And Southwick shouldn't be Fox Raceway. Like they all go in the same direction. It wouldn't kind surprise me annoying. if Unadilla if they put wood chips down this year. Yeah. That's what I mean the tracks are like slowly starting to do for some reason. Put down a bunch of fucking wood chips. I don't think it makes great racing either to do that. Yeah, and they I mean they were saying that it was one lined like the whole time. Not one lined, but hard to pass. Um Jed didn't seem to have a problem. No. Um, Mahunter just looked, I don't know. That second moto, I guess he fell, and then uh, the wind looked like it was just out of his sails. And, I mean, Deegan's probably right. Like, he's probably in his head a little bit. You don't want to lose the fucking championship to potentially um, a fucking rookie. Like, that shit sucks. As a fucking 20, how old is he? 22? How old is he? 23, maybe 22. He's an old fart compared to a 17-year-old. Like, you don't want that to happen. Fucking, or all your fucking pride goes right out the window. Get smoked by Especially, them. I was thinking about this earlier. Every track that's coming up, Deegan has ridden. Unadilla. He raced. When Unadilla, he didn't ride the pro track, but he rode, he rode the amateur day last year to get his pro points. Mm-hmm. He raced the pro-am at Bud's Creek the day after the national last year. And he raced Ironman as a pro. And it's like that's been part of his problem is not being able to ride the tracks. Like same thing that we all is struggling with is like you go to these tracks and having to learn them and then race them. But the next three rounds he's been to, which I think is a little scary. Yeah. If he if he can look like he did this weekend fucking for the next couple. Oh, man. What I will say, too, if we get to Iron Man and it's like two points separating fucking Deegan and, and Lawrence. Oh, he will punt it's gonna be a fucking interesting weekend to say the least. 
Oh, I'm picturing completely. I'm picturing like Alessi standing on Langston's bike. Like that's the type of shit that's going to happen if if we get there, and that's what's going on. Yeah, one person too. Hampshire has been just like at a five all year. I feel like at what? At a five. Like he's just like, eh. Like he hasn't been. You know, usually he's like super sandy, and he's either first. Or he's on the ground, or like eighth. Yeah. This year he's just been like three, four, five every week. Seems yeah. Like. But I mean, he's not going bad. What was it? A point in the, which moto was it that he was he ran like the fastest lap one lap, like mid moto in like fucking sixth place. But it feels like he calmed down on the level of Sen. But I feel like it's almost too like he doesn't know how to go. It's either full send or. He, he's just going to be three, four, five, and I don't know what's better or worse. Yeah, when does he go to four fifties? Uh, I don't know. It's about Maybe time. Not next year, but the year after. Why doesn't he just switch? Like, just dude, it ain't working. Like, not to sound like a dick, but like he's been in the two fifty class this long. Like, it's time, bud. You're it's done. Like, I don't care if you're in high school. You don't fucking stay there for eight years because you keep getting C's. Oh, I really want to get an A next semester. You fucking move on. Get the fuck out. You did your time. You didn't get the fucking A. You, you got to see. Maybe to him, grad, completing high school is winning a championship. Because it, it, the way he's going now, maybe to him, this is like, of course you're going to keep going to high school if you keep failing. <laughs> he's not failing, though. Yeah, if you keep... Forkner, Forkner's a little different. Like, if you're crashing and you're out every year, then okay. Then you probably failed that semester. You need to fucking go a little longer. But if you're there and it just ain't happening, you don't fucking stay for 20 years. Yeah. And, I mean, we'll see. I I think the next – Bud's Creek should be a good track for him. I mean, he's won there before. Yeah. But he needs something. I mean, he, he has, what, one moto win at the beginning? And I thought – at the beginning there, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. Yeah, well, one thing he yeah. doesn't have to worry about, the fucking, the Husqvarna team is about as loyal as a fucking, or even like a Mormon family, or like the Amish. They're fucking old school. The Husqvarna, the fucking Rockstar Husky will not get rid of people. They just won't. That kid Hawkins, I feel like he'd get 25th every moto to have a ride till he retires. I don't know about that. Because fucking, they won't get rid of people. I mean, how long is Swolman? And like, either someone's Swole's blowing someone, or they see something crazy in him. But that he's fucking been there for years. They won't get rid of him. They they're like, yep, we like him. He's staying. So Hampshire, he could fucking he could get twelfth every weekend. He ain't fucking yeah. losing the ride. Well, as long as he keeps winning one race a year, he's gonna keep getting the ride. That's how it goes. That's what scares me about somebody like Volan. I don't know how much longer he's got because he's same thing six seven eight every five six seven eight every week. The one thing that sucks about Volan is that he's he's looked really good recently too. It's just if you're on KTM, if you're on one of those teams, they don't expect you to get third. They expect you to fucking win. You know, well, he hasn't gotten a podium as long. He's in his third year now. He hasn't gotten a podium. It's crazy to me that he's in his third year. It seemed like that went by pretty quick. Yeah, it goes quick. I mean, two and a half years, but... I wonder how Volan would look on... I don't know. 
I like to see him on a bike that's made a little more for like tall people, you know. But maybe a guy like Mitch Payton needs to sign someone like Voland, like someone that's gonna get fifth every moto. Like that's why Hammaker's been really good for him because he's just he's been there these past couple weeks. He's been he's been quietly really good. I think he's been killing it. Like he hasn't raced in a year because he didn't race any Supercross, and he came back and literally. Outside of last weekend, because he crashed in the first moto and got a terrible start in the second moto, he's literally been fifth to eight every single moto. Like, yeah. if I'm he's beating, he beat Shimoda this weekend. Yeah, speaking of fucking pro circuit, if I'm Mitch Payton, this is my team after this year. I would fucking consolidate, drop a bunch of dudes, drop Forkner, drop Ryder D, fuck it, drop Jet Reynolds. And your team is just Levi Kitchen. I would get Max Voland, Seth Hamaker, and then find yourself a fucking some sort of a rookie. And fucking there you go. Get Mitch Payton needs to not worry about fucking winning races for like a year. Like just get people that can consistently get thirds and people you know aren't gonna fucking like the NBA he's die. gonna tank the best draft pick. He needs a fucking rebuild year. Like, he's just not, they're not where they need to be. Like, they got guys that just can't fucking survive. The only one is Shimoda, and he fucking, he's leaving. So, God. it ain't good. It's like the fucking, he's got, like, the dodgeball team out there. He got the fucking worst picks. Like, fucking, I don't know. Forkner got yeah. dragged on the start, too. That didn't look too fun. No. But good on him. Be, he, that was going to be in my... Something you might have missed. Oh, well, but. better skip it for now. Um, let's get to the 450s. Not much to talk about. Mm, I mean, we could talk about the uh, the gate malfunction and how it saved Sexton's life. Yeah, but you'd also probably be pissed if you were Ferrandis. Although, I was going to say... Plessinger would have been really pissed if he didn't get a good start to the next one. You know, because he was out front, right, when they red flagged it. Uh, I forget who got the whole shot. Miranda's but. got it, but Placider was up there. Like, I think he was second. So, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I think he would have been really fucking pissed. It was good to see him run a couple laps up front, too, after the restart. Who, Placider? Mm-hmm. Hold on, I got to talk for a second. I dropped something under my desk. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. No, well, I mean, Placider didn't look bad for the first, like, couple laps. I don't think he looked bad at any point, but it was crazy to see that, like, Jet kind of regroups behind him, and then all of a sudden you could see, okay, Jet's going for it. Like, it was, like, him and Chase. One thing I really didn't understand, if you're Chase and Jet's in second, you're in third and Placider's in first, and he did this the first moto, too. With Ferrandis up front. Don't wait for Jet to fucking pass the first place guy. Because then you have to pass that guy. Like, it didn't make sense to me that Jet pushed, he passed Plessinger, and then Sexton turns it on to pass Plessinger. It's like, dude, you need to push at the start. Because if you don't fucking do that, like, there's some time you can't make up there. Like, when if you let Jet, you know what I'm saying? If he lets Jet fucking pass the first guy... Now you're going to lose time while Jet's pulling away while you're trying to fucking pass the guy. Like, you can't. Well, that's one thing Jet's been so good at is every. This is the first, la- first 
race in, since what high point that he didn't lead a lap because he literally starts, you know, he doesn't usually get the whole shot, but then he starts third, passes two guys immediately, and he's just gone. Yeah. One thing we'll have to see at uh, Bud's Creek in a couple of weeks, that start kind of lends it to itself to some pile-ups, being that it's the 180. So, like, what I'd be really interested to see is what happens if Jet, like, falls in the first turn. Not that I want that to happen. Maybe I do want that to happen, like a tip over in, in the first turn and start, like, 25th. Like, can he keep the undefeated thing going? I don't think so. Like, if Chase starts up front and Jet starts 25th, I don't know if Jet wins. I don't know. It's going to be interesting if it does happen, but I just don't I don't see it happen. Well, that's, just cuz he's right there every time. Jet's so good, but that's one part of a race that you really you can control it, but it's hard to control what happens on the start. Like you can be a really good starter, but that doesn't mean that you won't fall on the start one time in a fucking whole season, you know? Like I'm surprised that as good as Jet is on the start, that at some point this year so far, he hasn't fallen, like, on the start, you know? Because he's always up there, and, and not only is he always up there, he survives, which is huge. Like, if your bad start is a top-five start and you're living, then you're doing something right. So it's just crazy that even that hasn't happened to him. He hasn't fucking fallen really at all. All fucking season, besides High Point. No. That would have been crazy, though, if Roxon won that. We'd be having a different conversation right now. Well, he's coming back for Unadilla. Is he really? That should be good. Yeah, he is. And one thing, too, the more laps, like, okay, Ferrandis led a lap, Plessinger led a couple laps, the more laps that dudes can even just lead is the closer that they're getting to Jet. Like, mentally, that's big for guys to be like, okay, I can do this. Like, Plessinger didn't really put up too much of a fight, but, like, it's kind of expected. But for him mentally to be like, okay, I can lead some laps with Jet behind me. Same thing with Ferrandis. Like, you kind of take that and roll with it. Like, dudes can fucking get going and close that gap, I think, pretty quick. They're like, it's the natural progression of, of being able to fucking get closer to a guy. You know, that's a start, at least. It's like when you give a mouse a cookie. There you go. Or some say, give a moose a muffin. Okay. I haven't heard that before, but Heather told me that that's another way to say it. Give a moose a muffin. But I don't know. What is, it? is this the third? What Did, did Ferrandis get second overall at, at Redbud? I don't know. One thing I was thinking, too, it's interesting that, like, all right, say the, the other seasons that people went undefeated, Stewart and Carmichael, they were pretty much just ahead of the whole field. You know, there was no, like, okay, there was a guy that usually got second, whatever, but they never really had, like, a big challenge from guys besides if they fucking fell or whatever. Like, Stewart, I think, fell in, in one mud race the, the year that he went 24 and 0 but uh there was no like second place guy that really did have more speed than them some weekends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where Jet, okay, it's been pretty easy for him so far cuz Saxon was out, Tomac's not there, like there's 
it's him way over the field. But with Sexton being back, it's almost more impressive that he's won all the motos since Sexton's been back because Sexton does kind of have the speed at times. Where, like, Stewart and Carmichael didn't really have someone that was like, oh, man, if that guy puts it together this weekend, he can win. It was just they're going to fucking smoke these people. Where, at this point, Sexton does have the speed. Like, it's a matter of him putting it together. So I'm even more impressed by the fact that Jet has still won all the races since Sexton's been back. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean... It is pretty nuts. Sorry, I didn't know what I was going to say. I'm drinking coffee. Um, what do you mean? You don't know what you're going to say? You don't got anything to add? You're a no, big, I, you're a big Jet fan. I don't know about that. I do. I do think it'll be good for the sport if he wins all the races. But I also, you know, if he wraps the championship up early, I think it'll be. I think it'll be an interesting dynamic. What is like how hard is he gonna how hard is he really gonna try to win every race if he already wins the championship? Because there's a chance that he wraps the championship up next next weekend with two rounds to go. He's already up ninety five. <laughs> oh god. Points. So he yeah, can he can get the championship at points, so if he if he goes one one, it doesn't matter what Frandis does, he's gonna wrap it up at Unidella. That's so crazy. Because he'll have he'll yeah, because he'll gain at least six. Go from when, 95 to 101. When's the last time that guys wrapped it up early in, like, recent history? Tomac two years ago? Jet last year? Or, no, Tomac three years ago, Jet last year, I think. Did Villapoto or was it Dungey? I think Dungey might have got the championship a little early one year. <clears throat> I, don't know, but I, don't, I don't remember the last time it's been two rounds early. That's a fucking pretty big thing. 100 points up on fun. It is cool to see when you look at the points that every week Jets like, it's just like 25, 25, 25. Yeah, it's a very uh, easy math to take care of there. <coughs> I, I, uh, Sexton, you can definitely tell he's getting closer and closer. Like, he's been riding good. Next weekend should be good for him. I, I didn't, you know, obviously I wrote about it and said there was a chance that he was going to win the championship, but, or not win the championship, but win. A race sex in this weekend, but I wasn't surprised that he wasn't able to. But I do think that you know it is pretty crazy how he's just improving, improving, improving every week. Yeah, that's true. I mean, hmm, let me think about what I was going to say. Um, what's crazy to me too, Sexton. It's I mean, it kind of sucks. Sexton is improving; he is going really good, but he um, he's like pushing that edge, but. It's basically the way that it's been going, Millville and um, Washougal. It's like, I think Jet is pushing really hard when Sexton's behind him, and it's kind of just becoming who's going to eat shit. Like, who's going to eat shit so the other person can back off? And both times, it's been Sexton. Like, Sexton, he can't do it for as long as Jet can. He can't go that speed for as long as he can, as long as Jet can. So it's just been... Sucks though that that's the case. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, so I'm not sure if they if they push a Unadilla like that again. Like, I don't know if Sexton, especially Unadilla, is very technical. I think Sexton just ends up on the ground. 
Yeah, it should be interesting because Sexton was really good there last year, and Jet wasn't very good. Remember, he crashed in the second moto. No, I don't remember or, that. Maybe the first moto before you know you go up the that new section where you go up to the top of the hill. There, he crashed. Like he didn't he didn't have a good weekend, and Sexton was really good. Like I think Sexton, like I don't know, he just seems super confident. Maybe that's just like the way he talks on the podium, but he doesn't seem like. I feel like in his mind, he's like, "Oh, I'm definitely not." They're definitely not going to get blown out, swept. Yeah, I mean that's all he cares about. That's a that's very demoralizing to show up every single weekend and have this fucking kid just fucking smoke everybody. Well, it's even got to be more demoralizing for you know the Fernandes and the Plessingers of the world who they're not even close. Yeah, I know, and especially like, at least Texan can be like, oh yeah, I you know I would have beat him, but. I crashed or this and that. For Anderson Blessinger, like, oh, I'm fucked. Yeah. They got a big gap to make up. Like, you can see, <clears throat> I mean, that should answer people's questions when people are like, oh, is Jet trying? There was times where he was just holding it at four seconds, like the gap or whatever. But when him and Chase are pushing each other, all of a sudden they're up by 40 seconds. So when he was holding it to five seconds, 10 seconds, he was not fucking pushing it. That was no. just managing. So, but when he really does try, he wins by like almost a minute on the on the other dude. Yeah, like yeah. that's got to be that's got to definitely hurt the pride if you're fucking Ferrandis. Is that when dudes just retire? They're just like, I ain't got nothing. I've reached my time. Yeah, that's when they say, I'm I'm good. How much longer does Ferrandis have? You think he's getting kind of old, isn't he? Yeah. French, they got a they got a short half life, so yeah, the French, fucking very French activity coming from Ferrandis. He does have to be stressing, fucking twenty twenty one champ to fucking second place guy now third place guy, fucked. This is a question that I had. Do you think if if Sexton races the whole year, if Jet, if Jet, um, you know, isn't around, do you think Sexton loses a moto yet? <laughs> Probably, the way he is, fucking, he would have knocked his head off the fucking dirt a few times. You think times. it's because of a crash, not because of you know he just gets straight up beat. Yeah, I think if if Jet wasn't there, I think Sexton, yeah, probably would have been like he crashed or whatever. Um, the only other Jet's, thing I could if see, Jet's sixteen and zero. How many races do you think Sexton wins? Twelve. Yeah, probably 13? something like that. If he's if he's uninjured, like if he doesn't. But realistically, I feel like when when Chase goes out there, it's like he's going for a fucking UFC fight. Like, he's going to get hurt at some point. Oh, wow. <laughs> Him, He's fighting the track. He's fucking, you know, fucking bounces yeah. his head off the ground at some point. Where Jet's yeah. fucking, Jet's going out there for fucking ballet practice. It's fucked. Um, anyways, not much, too much to talk about as far as 450. So, what you might have missed, anything? Um, what you might have missed is Anderson got third overall. Oh, I didn't miss it. I know Tyler probably didn't miss it. No, probably not. He looked really good too. Like very, very loose. Well, that's his style, but he he did look really good. It's always interesting that like completely different styles can get the same outcome. Like Jet is fucking very much. Um, like a ballet, like I said, where it's like sex or not Sexton. 
Anderson, it's like he's fucking, he's at like a Travis Scott concert. Just fucking hanging it out. He's doing like fucking mosh pits and stuff. Where Jet's listening to like the Grand Old Opry. But they both haul just in different ways. But yeah, Anderson looked really good. Say something, dude. Oh, sorry. I I just wrote you something. I thought you saw it. But, um, yeah. I mean, coming back at Southwick since then, oh. thought after Southwick, I was like, oh yeah, he's not going to have a great year. And then he's been surprisingly good. I mean, he got third last week in a moto, and this week third overall. He can't be mad at that, especially beating Brandis and Plessinger, who've been doing it all year. Is pretty. Yeah, you got to take a personal call. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I got to. You got to give me just one second. So I got to talk by myself. Yep, two seconds. Hold on. I don't know if I'll be able to do this. Oh my god, um, this is the pressure is unreal. Oh, first I got to stretch. Oh, oh, um, yeah, I thought Anderson looked really good. He, uh, like I said, it's um. Interesting that he his like completely different style works and gets the same outcome as a lot of guys. But yeah, if I was Plessinger or Ferrandis, I think I would definitely be in my feels at this point. Like they just don't they don't have it, it looks like like currently. It's uh Ferrandis the only like peak we had at him even having it a little bit was Redbud for like a couple laps. And he I don't know. But it's weird because what doesn't make sense to me is that this nation's last year, obviously Jet was really, really good on the 450, but like Ferrandis was probably the fastest guy on the 450. So what happened between now and and then? It doesn't make any sense. Ferrandis just, like, did Jet get that much better? Maybe, like, he's on the 450 full-time? Like, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. But Ferrandis has to have it somewhere. It's just... I don't really know where it went. Like, Plessinger, okay, he's probably where he, he's at. Um, but Ferrandis just doesn't make sense to me. Fucking, I, I don't know. What happened between destinations and now? It's a fucking mystery. I don't know. Now's the time for conspiracy theories. Who knows? He probably had some badass cargo or something. Lawrence is paying Ferrandis. He's paying him off. Yeah, I doubt that's true. Did you hear anything of what I was saying? A little bit. Oh, what doesn't? What I'm saying is, it doesn't make sense that Ferrandis was like the fastest dude almost at destinations last year, and now he fucking has nothing for Jet. So either, either. I, I think that's one of those things. There's a lot of variables to it. Because who knows if it's obviously there's a new bike and Jet spent more time on the. 450 and Francis had a concussion in Supercross. Like, all that shit could be affecting it. You never know. Yeah, but, I mean, Jet being full-time on a 450 can't make that much of a difference. Like, obviously, it should make a difference, but not fucking 40 seconds in a race difference. That's a little ridiculous. You know? And what bike did fucking Francis race at Destinations? It was different than the bike he's riding now. Yeah, it was last year's model. Remember, it's all. Yeah, like, but I didn't know if he was on it already at that point. No, no. Um, but why Why can't they do anything about that? Is it just that he's not fucking comfortable on it? Yeah, it's always blow, it always has blown my mind. It's like, 
some people like they just adapt, and some people are like, "Yep, this sucks." So can't do it. Isn't Chase not a huge fan of of the bike? Yeah, not really. Which also surprised me because like it's the same bike you were on last year, exactly the same. Yeah, you, you could have not changed a single thing. You you literally almost won last year against a four time champion. Yeah, could have changed nothing. Chase It'll is never, also never makes sense to me. Dudes do that where like they're not winning, so they convince themselves that it's something. Like it's almost like an excuse, like something that they can convince themselves to not feel so fucking bad. Like yeah. Chase can just be like, "Well, it's the bike." Like at least somewhere in his mind, he's like, "You know, it, it would be better like if I was on something that I was comfortable." Like that's how people are. Just try to fucking help themselves to deal with getting smoked. You know, yeah. but but he said he doesn't like that bike for like a while now, hasn't he? Um, yeah. I mean, since the start of outdoors, that's kind of all he's been talking about. Yeah, we got to change um, some. There's definitely things we can change. Like, mm-hmm. all yeah. right, we'll see how that goes for you. It ain't as working. far as other things people might have missed. Colt Nichols did really good, and I was surprised because Nichols, to me, Nichols and McElrath were kind of one in the same of like, I feel like outdoor skill, but the fact that Nichols was so much better than McElrath is insane. To me. Yeah. He looked good. He's on the Cowie too. The old school Cowie Saki. Kawasaki. Yeah. And another thing I've heard, I obviously everyone talks about, Oh, McElrath's bike is stock. I'm pretty sure his suspension is completely stock. <laughs> like did nothing to it. I should go out there. Could you imagine that? Like, a bike set up for Joe Motocross to go ride his local track on Sunday. McGrath is out there getting what? What did he get? Seventeen? No, fifteen, fourteen. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's fucking really good, but <clears throat> it's that's like the biggest advertisement for fucking what's he riding? Yamaha. It looks like a Husqvarna. So weird. Yeah, um, those. Those graphics are awful. There you go. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, no, that's like the biggest advertisement for Yamaha. Like they should, he should be their best friend. Like he's showing people, like, oh, this is how good this bike is. That you can just take it and ride it at a national. Like just set the sag, and you're set. Does he not even have a pipe on that bike? I don't think so. He's running stock bars, exhaust, bars, and grips. <clears throat> grips and graphics. Um, You'd figure some. There's no way that someone out there wouldn't give that dude an exhaust. Like, there's. If you don't think FMF, if he could call FMF or someone and be like, "Hey, uh, can you send me an exhaust?" And be like, "Okay," it would be a five minute call. <clears throat> like, five seconds. Literally, fucking. Yeah, can you send me an exhaust? Mm-hmm. All right. What's your address? Where are you at these days? Like that. That's it. It'd take yeah. longer for them to get his fucking non-existent payment information than actually asking for the fucking thing. Like, yeah. it it wouldn't be hard. So he's doing it on purpose. Like, the fucking whole stock thing, that's... When you're Shane McElrath, you don't need to do that. That's, that's fucking almost like a publicity thing in my eyes. Like, think about the things he could get for nothing. He could definitely get a pipe. He could definitely get engine work. He no could, hair. Yeah, the no hair is free. He he should get a Rogaine sponsor. That'd be a sick title sponsor for him, Rogaine. Be fucking hilarious. Um, 
Imagine the Rogaine Yamaha team, Blake Baggett, Cooper Webb, Shane McElrath. Oh, man. Bald, they call it Balding Yamaha. Bald, bald Eagle Yamaha. Um. <laughs> Balding Racing. Oh, God. And they run fucking slicks. They run supermoto slicks. They call it Bald, bald Yamaha. And the bikes that have no graphics. Um, it would just have hair. It'd have bald. It'd, have, it'd be actually. It would be all one color with a couple bald spots. It'd be a bunch of wax on the fucking on the uh, bikes, just wax and fucking strips to rip it off. Um, something you might have missed too. One line. This, these are my favorite things that people aren't fucking focusing on. You know when you do the little drop down, right? Then you make the left hand turn, and then the little right. Yes, sir. You know what I'm talking? After Horsepower Hill, the drop off, the left, and then the right into the trees? No. Okay. You go down Horsepower Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. Go. But I don't know if the people fucking know what I'm talking about. We'll start at the beginning. You fucking go over Horsepower Hill. You take the left. And then that little drop off there, one line people were doing, was very clear to see. It was like a little hop over the fucking lip. That was clean. The only people really doing it was Deegan and then Jet sometimes, but it looked real clean. Um, but the one that was the cleanest, after that drop-off, you make the left, and then there's the right there. There was a rut in that like thing that had a hook and then another fucking continuation of it. <clears throat> First moto, Jet was jumping out of the hook in that rut over the fucking single like over the inside, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was ridiculous. I think Sexton might have done it once, but Jet, like, I thought the first lap when I saw him do that, I was like, yeah, that was not on purpose. And then the next lap he did it, and then the next lap he did it. It was so fucking clean, like just perfectly hopping over that. The amount of fucking bike control, it was just ridiculous. Like that line was a thing of beauty. But I'm surprised. I think Jet, I think uh, Chase did do it once. Um, he just no one looks as clean as Jet. It's fucking ridiculous. He does, he does stuff like that every week. Yeah, no, every week. Not, those are the most fun things to look at for me. Yeah, but you might have missed that. They don't fucking talk about that shit. No. Um, you also might have missed Preston. Butt plug made his debut. Bo's Flug. Is he gonna race Loretta's this year too, probably? Yeah. So he didn't he did not he did not do as well as I thought he would either. Oh, I was gonna say he didn't do too bad. Seventy well, you gotta think if your competition is is Bennick and he got he was running around like ten, eleven, twelve and you're getting he's running, 17, running around home national. You can't really be too happy about that. There's another fly in here. I'm gonna freak. I told you where there's one, there's more. You gotta fucking be careful. Um, yeah, I mean, I was gonna say he didn't too, do too bad. I, me personally, I don't have too much expectations for a rookie's first round. Um, but I mean, I don't know. So he was pitting out of the KTM tent, right? Maybe next door to it. I don't know. I wasn't there. Gotcha. And another thing you might have missed was uh. Joe Tate got his name correct on the fucking scoreboards this week. <clears throat> oh, there were there were cheers heard around the world. 
No Aaron Tonti this time. It's fucking Joseph Tate from Wilton. Represent Connecticut. That's a long drive. Joe fucking, what do you think that is? Like, yeah, 40 something to get to fucking Washougal. But I don't Fuck know. That. He said that <laughs> he said that it was like a mix of fucking Hurricane Hills and AK Farms together is what he described the track as. Did he tell you that personally? He told Brett that apparently. Oh. But I don't know. He said it was cool though. I was happy that he made it through the Concy. Fucking, I couldn't imagine driving that far and then not oh, making not, it. Not making it. I'd be pissed. I mean, it doesn't really matter. He ain't he doing it for the money, anyways. He's not doing but it for that, the, that extra couple hundred bucks you make making it. Probably doesn't doesn't hurt. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh good for him, regardless. Yeah. So you might have missed that. It's now officially Joseph Tate and not Aaron Tonti anymore. He must have been happy with that. Um, okay, yeah. we could move, move, move to the awards. Yeah, I know you're in a hurry. Um, weekly, in a hurry. weekly awards, best gear. I think that's easy for me. Going with the Star Yamaha yeah, riders. Very easy. Best bikes, I would give it to them too. Yep. It's going to be pretty boring because I have the same thing. But I will say, almost cooler than the bikes and the gear was the pit shirts that they all had on. Yeah. You should order one of those. <clears throat> Why? Should I wear it around the house? I cook. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. No, but I don't know. It's little stuff like that that's almost cooler to me than the actual gear. But one thing about the gear that I was upset is, like, we get all these cool boots and shit, and you tell me they can't get them boots custom color boots that match the gear and the bikes. What did they have on? Just white boots? They had the white. No, they were white, blue, and red, but it's a color that already exists. So what they really needed was white, purple, and black. Yeah. Like, just something. Like, all the money that Alpine Stars has to throw, and you can't get five pairs of boots made up. Like, last week, Jet had had yellow boots. Anderson had purple to match their gear. You not, can't get you. You tell me you can't get boots. Come not on. for nothing. I could make those at home. Yeah, I'd love to see you try. Just take them apart and fucking plastic dip them. It'll make it around. Yep. <clears throat> I really right. I like the purple rims personally. That was the coolest part for me. Yeah, it's got to be an adjustment though to ride with a different color front fender. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, clearly it worked for Djen. He should probably fucking keep running it. Yeah, because that's if you remember in. Uh, Supercross Anaheim won the Honda. They had the white bikes that matched like the K, the CRF one ten. Uh huh. And the, and the fifty, they were white, and one was purple, one was blue. They were supposed to run them in press, but they didn't because it rained. There was no press, and they didn't run them. But they did the next round, and I'm pretty sure that was because they couldn't ride with them in press to know what they were going to do. What do you mean, what they were going to do? They didn't. They didn't get a chance to ride with them with the white fenders. Like, oh, you're serious? Yes, because I even said this. I said, "You watch. They're not going to run them because they can't use them in press." And then, whatever round they did them, they all did press and they ran them. I guarantee you, they didn't run them because different. Yeah, I don't know if that's the case. Then that's fucking a little ridiculous to me. Who gives a fuck what your front fender looks like? I don't know. I think it's a bigger adjustment than people think. I don't know. I don't think I would need to adjust to that at all. And I fucking haul. Probably not. Oh, yeah. You're right up there. So, 
but I don't know. Uh, best style, I'm going to give that to D, to Dejan. I would say he had the best style, but I, I already going to use him in a different award category. So I'm going to say Anderson had the best style. He always just looks so good, fluid. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's just fucking moving like the ocean, just killing the game. Yeah, I could give that too, but either way, I mean, both of them look fucking really good. So I could give it a tie between them, Anderson and DeGen. Um, biggest center, yeah. I'd imagine I know what you're going to say here. Uh, Deegan. DeGen. Yeah, we give it him too. The second moto specifically. Well, he was jumping. He was shades of Blake Baggett jumping off that wall into the rollers. Killing the game is what you're telling me, right? Yeah, he was one of the only ones that was doing that. Was doing what? Jumping the wall as far as he was. Yeah. I just love that. That's one of my favorite sections. It's like, who can, it's just a dick measuring contest. Like, who wants <laughs> to just get in the most. Being the most pain tomorrow by jumping this thing as far as you can. Jet almost fell there once, didn't he? Yeah. He fuck he fucked up a little bit. It was Yeah. We weren't used to seeing that. We didn't know it was possible. Who ate shit on there? Was it Anderson ate shit on there one year, right? Well that was before it was a wall. It used to be a straightaway. Oh yeah. Fucking yeah. yarded. Excited, yeah. And who was sending it the one year was Baggett, right? There you go. Or you just said that, didn't you? I did. I thought you were talking about the Texas 12-pack. Oh, no. Baggett was... Baggett jumped into that thing so far. Yeah. Like, he landed at the base of the next... Of that little single out of it. Is Baggett alive? Yeah, he's got a kid. But he's Pretty done. sure he lives in California now. He's done. Uh, yeah. But is he done mostly because he has, like, issues with that team? Yeah, I think he got fucked out of money. He's just over it. Over it, yeah. That sucks, man. He'll come yeah, back at some point. Good. No, he won't. In race? Yeah. In oh. his lifetime, I think he'll, he'll show up. He'll do the McElrath route. Just fucking show up for a couple nationals. Bike off the floor, you know? Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. I got me. it. But... In it. Before we die... Like, in his lifetime, probably. Before you die, you will never see Blake Baggett... Participated in a national ever again. I think you will, but I'd like to bet on that. I know these things, you know. Um, biggest non-sender who looked the most uncomfortable. I would say Hunter Lawrence. Yeah, I would say the same. You could also say Ferrandez to me just never looks like he's sending. Honestly, he did it, Red Bud. Yeah, but like usually, it's just a French way of riding. They just never look like they're just. The they never look like they're going that good. Personally, yeah. I think. Meanwhile, they're hauling. Yeah. The Frenchman. Um, yeah, I would say biggest non-sender for me was Hunter Lawrence, but that just, he just didn't look, he didn't look like he did at Millville to me. You yeah. Know? And then you couple that with DeGen fucking killing it. It's uh, it's kind of difficult. He made everyone look like shit. Look like non-senders, basically. Basically. And we're giving up on the worst announcer award. Is that correct? Um, yeah, I don't know. Some of the, still some of the things that James Stewart says, I just I cringe at. But he's not bad. He's just got a different style. He's trying to get fucking uh, jet furless. He's trying to get that to fucking stick. We're gonna see. I, I just jet furless. 
Jetfulus is just awful. Jetfulus. When he said that, I I had I cringed so damn hard. He said it fifty times too. You know, that's Jeffordless. Who's Jeff? <laughs> that's what I thought at first. I was like, what the fuck's he talking about? Jeff- yeah, I don't know. Jeffordless. I, I understand he's trying to be different and like not conform to the conform. You know, society of announcers got to be suit and tie and all these things, but it's like. I don't know. I feel like you need to have a certain amount of professionalism. Not yeah. to say that he doesn't know what he's talking about. I think he's one of the most knowledgeable announcers that there's been in a long time. Yeah. Just the way that he's de- his delivery sometimes, I'm just like. So you're saying. Who, who taught you how to speak? That James Stewart, he's not doing it jet for Lisley. But I do. I can't appreciate how he does. He. I feel like he's one of those people that everything he does, he just wants to be the best at. Yeah. So, like, you can even see, not many times has the that announcer, the you know, analyst, did they do the intro and the outro of, like, he brings it in from commercial and shit. Like, yeah, it's not I bad. I, I, I can appreciate that. Well, maybe he needs the job. Maybe he's running out of money. Doubtful. <laughs> you never know. Um, yeah. So. I will say also, Weege, I'm surprised if you listen closely. He did. He did have a few blunders of like shit he was trying to say, and you could tell he kind of fucked up a little bit. I didn't I know, know if James Stewart could read a couple weeks ago. What makes you say that? You heard him do one of those fucking ads for something else, and he was stumbling. I was like, man, yeah. that fucking 90s homeschool didn't fucking work too well. Um, But he fucking redeemed himself. He did a couple this week. It was good. He definitely took some reading lessons, and he was killing it. So, I think he's he's on the up and up, to say the least. He's winning me over. Good for him. I'm sure that's all he cares about. Yeah, every time he announces, he's thinking of you. Nice. There you go. Um, so, anyways, those are our awards. And, finally, we can get to the next week predictions and the ultra. Next week, it's going to be. The two-week predictions. It's a little, off. a little early to say, right? Yeah, I mean, anything can happen, but we could still we could still talk about it. Unadilla? Um, I'm saying it's going to be one for Jet Lawrence, first moto. One for Jet Lawrence, second moto. Um, I think Sexton's going to eat shit in DNF a moto. That's, that's what Fuck I think. What's wrong with you? I'm not saying I'm going to enjoy it, but I just think I'm going to put a wrench in the fucking, in the, in the predictions here. Put the fucking hex on So overalls, I'm thinking, uh, first overall will be Jet. Second overall will be, hmm, I'm going to say Cincerello. Actually, I'm going to say second, yeah, I'm going to say second overall is going to be Cincerello. I think he's good at that track, and he's been riding real solid recently not pushing too hard and i think that'll work well for him at uh it'll work more than well for you at uh unadilla so i think he'll be second and third place i'd give to fernandez okay i'm not going to reinvent the wheel here or put a hex on anybody like you decided you wanted to um also if this does happen in sex the dnf samoto honda is going to find you oh, they're, they're going to find me and give me a job they're going to say, how the fuck did you know? 
They might think you did it. No, I won't fucking do it. I'll be all right. I think Jet is going to win. I think Sexaton is going to get second, and I think Ken Roxon will get third overall. I forgot he's going to be there. What if he wins a moto? Fucking, that'd be fucking great. Roxon's pretty good at Unadilla. Yeah, it's very European-esque. And that's not too far out of the wheelhouse for him to fucking <clears throat> win. Like, you never know. It's it, There's a possibility for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, and 250s? What do you think? Um, I think um, I think Deegan is going to win again. The Jed. I think Hunter Lynch will get second, and I'm going to throw a real, real fucking wrench in the washing machine here. I'm going to say Volan gets third overall. Yeah, I might just retweet that whole thing. I think DeGen's going to win. But, actually, I think DeGen's going to win. Um, second, I think Shimoda getting on the podium. I was going to say second, uh, I think Cooper, and third, Shimoda. I think Hunter Lawrence is going to have a bad outing. That's my That's my prediction. He's in his head. Do you think Hayden Dean gets the points lead back? Is that your feeling? I think so. I think you're going to see big dick swinging. Fucking people are going to be pumped. I wish Vial didn't get, I mean, not injured, but who knows what state he's going to be in physically because I think he would be really good at Unadilla. Yeah, they do have some time, though, from now until then, you know? So I think he he should be back to to regular form. You're going to Unadilla, aren't you? Uh, Fall goes well. We'll see what happens. Hey, that should Uh, that should be cool. You have any predictions for Loretta Lynn's at all? No. Any of the classes? Nope. Don't care. Not 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 concerned. Okay, never mind. I don't know. I don't even know the kids anymore. Like fucking back in the day I feel like I knew everyone. Now I I know a lot of people, but not fucking anyone to be like, I really think the A, the A class basically, let me give you the rundown. The A, the A class Manic, is going to be Bosflug, fucking the other kid. Who's the Omer? Yep. Um, and that's about it. That's it. Yep. Cowie doesn't have anybody. Honda doesn't have anybody. Yep. And, and the B class would be Cochran, Logan Best, Logan, um, Drew Adams. Enzo Temmerman. Are you pulling for uh, Young Here's Logan Yannick. Best to win it all? Of course I am. Yeah. I'm, We're going to hope for the best. Out, but I think he'll do okay. That should be the best racing, I would think, will be the B class. It always is. It always yeah. is, but especially this year because the A class is just fucking dead. Yeah. You know? We might I mean, have been... Last year, <clears throat> Cole Mart- I mean, it was last year, too. Cole Martinez won a championship. So. Holding it down for the Canadians. There you go. Free health insurance life. He ain't worried about it. But that's it. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any predictions. So hopefully Logan does fucking smoke everyone. Um, what's he doing? 250B and, and what else? Schoolboy 2, probably. There you go. He should do good. You'd think. And then yeah. maybe he'll get a fucking sick ride for next year. You never know. So waiting on Mike. Called to be his manager, but we'll see. That'd be nice. We could definitely get some tickets out of Logan. He's the fucking press box special. Oh, yeah. But we'll see. Hopefully he gets a little taller in these next couple of years, too. He's fucking, he's gone too long at four foot nine. 
Yeah, I think it'll be all right. But Loretta should be cool. It's nice to have a couple weeks off. Yeah, and it's another thing to watch too. You know. Yeah. Which will be nice. But yeah, that's pretty much it as far as you got anything to say before we wrap it up here. No, I'm excited for Loretta's. Excited to be able to do something on Saturday and not sit home and watch the race. Um, do you want to shout out any sponsors? You want to, uh, you know? No, we're not. We're not at that point yet. Any Monster Energy drinks that you're hoping to sell? Anything? No, I mean Gatorade's cool. Been drinking that recently. All right, you like that Prime shit? Never had in my life. I tried one. It tastes like fucking like cough Gatorade. syrup mixed with fucking. No, it's like cough syrup mixed with nail polish remover. Oh, nice! It smells fuck too. I'm not a huge fan of it, but are you a huge fan of Logan Paul at all? Or no? No, never heard of her. All right, never heard of her. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess I'm gonna. You ain't got nothing to say, sir. No. I mean, all right. It was a good weekend of racing. It was a good episode. I guess we're not going to do any episodes next week, are we? There's no race. Or- we could. If we really wanted to, we could watch, like, the A-classes and Loretta's and talk about them for oh. or 30 we'll, minutes. We'll just we bullshit. Watch. We don't have to talk yeah, about anything. We yeah, we do have a large audience that we need to cater to. That's it. You know? All right. Getting there. Well, um, I guess that's pretty much it. And it's got nothing to say. Um. I think it was a good episode for the people that are out there that made it this far. Shout out to you because there's there's not a, a whole lot of people like that. Very loyal, committed, and uh, here for the ride. So if you made it this far, please tell anyone who has a pulse. If they enjoy dirt bikes, give it a listen. And uh, there's nothing else. Then we will see you guys next week. Hope you have a good week. And keep our own sending.